Welcome to Countdown to Kickoff here on WAER. Across the 10 to the 5, still on his feet, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Syracuse. Battle, straightaway free, sinks it. Tyus Battle is 5 for 5. The freshman is on fire. Pass in front to Evans. Oh, what a shot and a goal. Behind the back by Jordan Evans. Welcome back to the double overtime here on WAER. The greatest stories from America's greatest college sports station. It's time for the best of WAER Sports Podcast. Syracuse men's lacrosse opened their season last week, and this year's team features three returning captains and two new ones. WAER's Jonah Karp delves into the impact Marcus Cunningham and Peter Durth are looking to make this season. The group of captains on this year's Syracuse men's lacrosse team has a trifecta of familiar faces. Pass to the middle, Tyson Bomberry shoots, and he scores! How about that? The defenseman, Tyson Bomberry scores. Quick pass in front and Austin Fusco gets a goal. The long stick midfielder, Austin Fusco, right place, right time. Caught a quick pass from Brendan Bomberry. McKinney, far side. Circles all the way behind the cage, around the crease. Here's McKinney with a shot and he converts. Tyson Bomberry, Austin Fusco, and Brad McKinney. Not an offensive heavy bunch. In fact, they combined to score just five goals over the past two years. And you heard three of them. The three captains they lost combined for 36 goals just last season. With a lefty cradle in front, wide open, Brendan Bomberry, who puts it behind his head and into the cage. Syracuse works it inside. Matt Lane with a shot and a goal for the senior. Long outlet pass, Ryan Simmons inside. He scores the game winner. Give the assist to Domadonna. Syracuse wins 11-10. Brendan Bomberry, Matt Lane, and Ryan Simmons all gone. Two new captains for the 2019 squad. You'd probably expect them to be offensive players. Well, you'd be wrong. First, Marcus Cunningham. Playing his fourth season for Syracuse, the New Jersey native is ready to take on this newfound leadership role. Oh, wow. I mean, it's probably the biggest honor I've had in my entire life thus far. But, uh, you know, just the opportunity to try to be a role model and lead some of these guys in the right direction, I think that's, that's the main focus. And then there's Peter Durth, a junior, the youngest captain on this squad, and probably the most offensive-minded. Here comes Peter Durth, winds up straight away, and he scores. Syracuse working it, pass in front. Peter Durth, bounce shot, and he scores. In transition, Peter Durth rips a shot and scores. The orange strikes first as Peter Durth goes coast to coast. But after scoring four goals as a freshman, Durth slid back to focus more on the defensive side, something he's still getting used to. Uh, it's, it's, it hasn't really been too bad. The coach has been helping me a lot. And, you know, at the end of last year, I started to, you know, get really confident with my play as a defensive midfielder. So it kind of just hit the ground running this year. And I think things have been going pretty well. And keep in mind, this is a defense that boasts one of the best cover men in the country. Nick Mellon. Mellon. Nick Mellon. 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 Nick Mellon. Mellon, Syracuse's best defender. That's the matchup we expected. Nick Mellon, a guy who held All-American Jeff Teat without a goal last year when the team faced Cornell and held the nation's top scorer Justin Gutterding to just a single goal when Syracuse played Duke. But head coach John Desco isn't confident in his defense because of just Mellon. You know, we got two other seniors back there, uh, you know, with Bomberry and Marcus Cunningham. Uh, 
so we're looking for them to step up, and I thought our goalies did a good job today too. So now there are five captains on the defensive unit, and Cunningham is ecstatic to see how this defense will look this season. Oh, I think, you know, we got three close defense returning. We got Fosco returning. Brett Kennedy coming back off his breakout season. And, you know, we got Fernandez. We got Shorties that are very capable. We got a lot of guys that are pushing for time. So I think we got a really strong defensive unit. Cunningham gets to help anchor a defense with four other captains, which is helpful when you're still learning what that big C means. Oh, I mean, definitely, you know, we got three guys that were captains last year. So, you know, for me and Dirth, kind of following in their footsteps a little bit, learning what worked, learning what we need to change, and, you know, just just kind of taking advice from them as much as we can because they were in this position we are last year, so they exactly know what to expect. And as for Dirth, the whole youngest captain thing isn't something he thinks about too often. Uh, I try not to think about it too much, um, just kind of – the older guys have been awesome with helping me. They're a little, you know, they have a year of experience under their belt, and we all just work together with the coaches and with our strength coach. And it's really has it's uh, they've really helped me with like a fluent transition, and we've always been working together. But that doesn't mean he isn't a little humbled by the title. Yeah, it was a pretty awesome experience for sure. Uh, a little unexpected, definitely uh, as a junior. Um, but I just think that, uh, like, like I was telling him earlier, playing like a defensive midfield position kind of brings a, a different sort of energy, and maybe guys fed off that. But it was definitely an honor, and I'm really happy that my teammates thought of me in that light. So if there's one thing you should know about the 2019 Syracuse lacrosse team, they've got a lot of returning players trying to protect the net. But among those veterans are two familiar faces looking to make the most out of their new roles. Jonah Karp, WAER Sports. We switch gears now to men's college basketball, where it's been a rough couple of seasons for Boston College on the hardwood. But not too long ago, Boston College was competing for championships in the ACC. WAER's Tim Leonard takes a look at the unconventional recruiting style that BC is hoping will put them back in contention in the ACC. He did a really good job finding the diamonds in the rough kit. Once again, it's Dudley. Under a minute to go. Dudley fires. Buries it. Jared Dudley from deep. Tyrese Rice. Yes. So Tyrese Rice bangs it home. It wasn't that long ago Boston College was competing for ACC championships. Under Al Skinner, the Eagles made a trip to the Sweet 16 in 2006 and burst onto the scene at a new conference. Eric Galanti, who covers BC basketball for the ACC Network, recalls those glory days for the program. Really, you almost forget about it, and then you look back at some of those teams and some of those early years of the ACC and, and the likes of Jerry Dudley and Craig Smith and, and, and even the Tyrese Rice and Reggie Jackson for the world, that those teams were outstanding. Good to North Carolina runs. What a performance. An outstanding performance by Sanders, by Jackson, and by Tyrese Rice, but that's going to do it. Boston College has upset the number one team in the country. However, after a strong crop of players left, Skinner struggled for a couple years as the head coach and the program decided to make a change. From there, things went from bad to worse. Well, a disappointing finish here for Boston College. 66-50 Clemson a winner. The Eagles do not get an ACC win. And as was noted earlier this week, uh, winless in football and ACC play, winless in basketball and ACC play. First program since World War II to have that fate dealt to them. It's probably not totally different than Syracuse football back under Coach P that they were so good for so long. 
that just a little bit of tail off ended up uh, meaning to go in a different direction. And then obviously things uh, took a turn for the worse there for a little while. Skinner's replacement, Steve Donahue, turned out to be a failed experiment. The former Cornell head coach went 54-76 and with the Eagles. He was fired in 2014. So then BC went to former Ohio coach Jim Christian, who was ready to implement a new recruiting style. The one thing that I know is great players want to play against great players. So it's our job to go open knocking as many doors as we can to get the guys that we need. That satisfy two things, because I think in recruiting, it's a double-edged sword. If you, if you rush right away to just get talent and don't, and don't cultivate the culture in your program, it's just talent. Now you might think the logical plan for Christian is to go recruit where the competition isn't. But instead, he went right to the competition. Christian targeted down south with a simple message in mind. If the UNC and Dukes don't want you, then join us and we will go beat them. They found three kids the last four or five years that were not recruited by the North Carolina schools in ACC country or under-recruited by the North Carolina schools per se. That's the positive for Jim Christian and that's the thing that he can really hang his hat on is, is the fact that he is getting these kids. Robinson, step back, right in front of Bagley. 16 for Jerome Robinson argue no ACC team that had a backcourt better than Kai Bowman and Gerald Robinson. 38 today for Bowman. He scored 41! And those are two North Carolina kids playing in Boston. So that's really what is possible at Boston College. And, and you know, you know that NC State or Wake Forest certainly would have loved to have those two. This year, Christian brought in perhaps his biggest recruiting class to date. Jarius Hamilton from Charlotte passed on ACC foes to become the first ESPN Top 100 recruit to join BC since Craig Smith in 2002. And they also picked up instant impact freshman Winston Tabbs. He's another one in ACC recruiting territory, the Washington, D.C., Maryland area, played in the D.C. Catholic League, maybe the best high school league in the country, was ready from the jump and was really that number two scorer to help replace Jerome Robinson. There's no denying it, the BC on the floor product still has a ways to go. For the second time in a row, Hartford comes to Conte Forum and slays the Eagles. But off the court, the Eagles are making moves that might just prove the future is about as bright as it has been in Chestnut Hill in a long time. The recruiting has come the last couple years, and that's a positive when you kind of evaluate the first five years of what Jim Christian has done, facing a very, very difficult task of having to rebuild what Boston College was. Thanks for listening to the best of WAER Sports Podcast. Find a full broadcast schedule at our website, waer.org. Follow us on Twitter and subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts and Stitcher for automatic delivery of new episodes. Just search for WAER Sports.